My name is Ryan Phillips, and I am the host of Walk of Grace. Welcome to my podcast where I have conversations with some of my closest friends and guests about college life, relationships, and always conquering challenges while walking with grace. Let's get started. back with another video do i like my voice hello hello turn me up YG. i'm just joking <laughs> hi guys we're back with another video and not video who i'm not a youtuber ryan ryan what are you doing rewind start over hi everyone we're back with another episode welcome back to walk with grace where i just did my intro why am i saying it again but hi guys it's ryan if you don't know me here i am um Today, we're going to be talking about the culture and what that means and what the heck that all includes. Anyways, let's say a prayer and jump right into it. Dear God, thank you for allowing me to have this platform to talk to these people. Please just use me and yeah, allow me to help at least one person out there. Jesus, I pray. Amen. Prayers have been said. I don't have a drink today. I just drank some tropical... I don't know the Welch's what is it Welch's grapefruit nope that's not it Welch's passion fruit is really good really really good if you know me I really like juice it's like the best thing in the entire world like you have juice which is like top tier and then you have soda which is like ooh, would I put soda above sparkling water or sparkling water above soda I'm sorry, soda still went, no, but sparkling water doesn't have all the sugar, so it tastes better, or not, I don't know about the calories and stuff, but it doesn't have the sweetness, so I might have to put at this moment in my life, sparkling water above Sprite, and that could always change, tomorrow maybe Sprite, but right now, it's sparkling water over soda, so you have juice, then you have sparkling water, and then you have soda, and then everything else, well, tea, well, okay, cold drinks, just cold drinks, just cold drinks. Juice, sparkling water, soda. Yes, and water is at the top. Sometimes. Sometimes I be a little bit unhealthy and it slips to the bottom of the list. But when I am, you know, on it, doggone it, minding my business and drinking my water, as Sarah Jake, Jakes Roberts would say, water is at the top, Okay. Pristine. I have a cup of water right now to follow up my juice. Real good. Real bad. You know? <laughs> okay. Y'all know what I'm talking about today? The culture. I don't know what that all go entail. And what this episode going all entail. But we're going to hop right into it. We're going to get started. We're going to speak. Okay? So. First thing I want to talk about is how in this day and age, we have so much access to people's lives that we literally like, they influence us to like, they're influencers, like real daily influencers in our life. And the most prominent example of this for me in my life is Janae Aiko. Janae Aiko. I need to look up how to pronounce her name. 
Janae Iko. I think it's Iko. We're going to say that for today. Janae, I hope I am saying your name correctly. If I'm not, please forgive me, but I'm trying my best. So Janae Iko, I remember I was listening to her in like seventh grade, maybe. How many years ago was that? Oh my gosh. It's 2023 now. I'm a junior in college. I entered my senior year was 2020. So freshman year was like 2016, 2014. I was listening to Janae Aiko in 2014. And she was my girl. Like I would listen to her all day because her music was so good. Cue Janae Aiko music because we need to like she's amazing. And so I was listening to her in 2014. When was Sailing Souls out? Yeah, Sailing Souls was out in 2011. So I was definitely listening to her in 2014. Sold Out came out in, yes, 2014. Sold Out was my stuff, okay? I was, I listened to her. I think I could say I was actually obsessed with Janae Aiko for a good, all of my high school and all of middle school. So like six years from 2014 to 2020, I can wholeheartedly admit I was obsessed with Janae Aiko. She was just that girl. Okay. She was pretty. She like, I actually felt like I connected with her because I wasn't like, I liked Nicki Minaj, but like, I wasn't like a Nicki Minaj stan. Like I wasn't, that wasn't me, but I wasn't Ariana Grande, Arianator. Like, I wasn't that. I wasn't, I wasn't that. And that wasn't me. But Janae Aiko, child, you couldn't tell me nothing, okay? That was my girl. Anyways, the whole point of all of this is that Janae Aiko literally influenced a group of girls like me to, like, be into, like, crystals, mindfulness, meditation, sound therapy uh she had a teacher that was like he was a teacher of mindfulness and like meditation and all of that type of stuff his name was Dick Nhat Hanh and when I tell you like she put me onto him and he has like he's a Vietnamese monk and he has like he he's a practice of Buddhism and basically like an author, a peace activist, all these things, and teacher. And, like, he would have recordings of himself talking about mindfulness and, like, being present. And he's known as the father of mindfulness. And, like, she had me listening to him when I was in, like, eighth grade. She released a poetry book called Two Fish and had me into, like, poetry. And I was reading Rupi Carr and, like, all these people. And, like, into all these things, like, candles, like, all of it. And I just think it's so interesting how one person, and, like, my best friend was into it, too. Like, there's a whole group of girls who I feel like during that time were sold out on all this stuff. Not sold out, but, like, really into it because I was into it. And, like, I know other girls who were into it. And it's just so interesting to me how, like, one artist, because we have so much access to their life through interviews, Instagram posts, Instagram stories, like music, 
things that they say about the music when they're explaining it and like their thought processes that go into the music, their journeys with making the music. Like I remember for one of her albums, Trip, she went out to Hawaii and went to this forest of Jukai, I think, and was just telling her story with all of that. And so then I was looking into the Jukai forest and all of these things and like Hawaii. And then I went to Hawaii. Okay, the Jukai forest it's actually in Japan, but she like went to Hawaii for some of her album making experience and was basically just like talking about all of that. And like, it was just so interesting how she, I was just so obsessed with her and her life and like everything that she was doing. And it's so interesting that we can, be like opened to all of these things and like introduced to all of these things because of a person like because of an artist and what they're like and their influence that they have over us and like how we fall in love with these people even though we don't know them and I think that's so cool but also a little scary because it's like these people that have so much power over like others and their actions like another example that I was thinking of earlier was Rihanna and Rihanna okay I know how to say it right Rihanna and her baby bump like I remember when she was first pregnant and she would wear her baby bump out on red carpets and of course she's not the first to do it even Janae Aiko is not the first to be like um doing things with like meditation and mindfulness and like crystals and all those things. These people aren't the first to do it, but their platform is so big that they can influence so many people to follow into their footsteps. Because at the end of the day, that's all we're doing is we're following their footsteps. And I think that going back to Rihanna and her baby bump after she was like wearing her baby bump out there were so many other mothers just like showing off their baby bump and not hiding it under clothes or like doing this and like actually wearing it as like a piece of art because like carrying life is art and that's like a a thing and that's something to be proud of so I just thought I think it's so cool that these people have so much influence but I also and and Thank you, Tim Ross. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. But, um, yeah. And I think we have to be careful about who these people are that we're looking up to because if we're not, then we can just start idolizing them and shaping our lives after these people when we should be, like, cognizant of what we are taking into our body and like producing with our actions like careful with what we're consuming and how it's affecting our life because one of the things that one of my old teachers told me in sixth grade was that everything you put in your body is gonna come out in some way so that's like the thoughts you feed yourself the food you feed yourself the drinks you drink the drugs you take like all those things whatever you put in your body it's going to come out in some way and I think one thing that we overlook in that is the information we consume um the music we listen to the everything like 
it's so important that we are careful with what we are consuming because it's gonna come out whether it's like subconsciously or consciously that's why you have to be so aware of what you're putting in your body because you don't know how it's going to show up later and so I just think when it comes to these artists that we look up to and we respect it's important to make sure that as individuals and of course I'm older now so I don't think I could be so obsessed with an artist at this point in my life that like they become like who I desire to be, you know, but going through those high school years, it's, you're so malleable, not, yeah, malleable and impressionable that it's important to know what you're consuming. And then once you grow older from that, look back upon what you were consuming and see how it's affecting you in these days today as you're older. And so I just thought that topic was so interesting because that's real, like, and I'm going to have to do a talk back after this episode. And I just want to know how many of y'all were interested in like a Janae Aiko or like Nicki Minaj. And like, did she have like with Nicki Minaj? Like I know girls, some girls were like changing their hair colors and like just doing fun stuff because these artists are so fun and look so cool. And so like or any other big artist that really like Beyonce, like who had a major impact on your life and like how you see the effects of that on you today because I think it's a good moment of evaluation to see how your life is different because of one person's effect on you and so I just think that'll be interesting so I'd love to hear y'all's feedback on this um moving forward I'm trying to think what else has been on my mind lately um talking about the culture another thing that I think the culture is and when I say culture I want to define that a little bit I define culture in a sociology way it's like our customs our language how we interact with each other from a sociological perspective but from a Yeah, how we interact with each other, the customs. But then from in our day and age, I would argue that the culture is mostly like the, I want to say the arts, but everyone in the culture is not an artist. So I would say the culture is like, the group of people and things and concepts that have the most impact on individuals lives today so i would argue that like big people like kanye west beyonce like these huge artists who have such an impact like michelle obama like um jay-z like all these people who have huge impacts on people's lives. Like I even say like Travis Scott, like these people with like cult followings and like they just have a huge impact on the culture. And like other than that, I would say like I'd even say like Janae Aiko, even the small pockets of the culture that still have influence over people and human beings. Like in the 2000s, it would be like T.I., 
and of course he still has impact on culture today but like even T.I. using big words and then like some of his some of the people who were really tuned into him started using big words as well like you know like those types of things like people who have influence over the daily lives of individuals in practical ways I think those are people who form the culture and then ideas of course would be like big ideas that people start thinking like toxic like when toxic that word just like permeated through society like I think that's part of the culture or like push and pee like things like that you know like all these things who have like who not all these things that have a huge impact on how we move in our daily lives I would argue that that's all a part of the culture and I just think it's so interesting how these things have so such a huge impact on our daily lives and for people who want to change the culture I just think of course if you want to change the culture you got to walk with grace but like for the people who want to change the culture I just think it's so interesting that we have to be those people in these rooms who are graced by God to help change it to help form it to help move it to help build it like these people have to be like graced and blessed by God and purposed by God to be in these rooms to change these huge cultures that have such an impact on our daily lives and as believers as a believer for me I just think this is something I pray to God for a lot is just like purpose like God please give me a purpose and when I say purpose, I'm not only speaking of career, but I'm speaking of like small daily actions that I or small, like daily ways of being that I need to have in order to influence the small, like the small group of people around me into being better people into being more like Christ into being more like Jesus. And like, as an observer of the culture, I think it's interesting how in our own lives, we have a sort of culture that we maintain and keep up and build and mold and create. And I think as as a believer, I just constantly pray to God to like give me guidance on how he wants me to continue molding this culture that I keep up in my life. Is it, oh, Ryan, you need to take more control. So you're, I'm going to give you. I'm going to separate you from things so that you can show other people that it's okay to take control of your own life. Like, and like not be influenced by so many human beings around you that you do not have any control anymore. And you do not have the peace, not peace. You do not have the solitude and enough alone time to be able to listen to me and follow my teachings and follow me and who I am because you're so influenced by the people around me like praying to God for those specific steps so that I know how I can take my daily actions and influence the people around me and change the culture around me and so I think that's that walk with grace part is literally like walking taking daily steps with the grace that God gives you the grace that God graces you with like grace that God gave you <laughs> but literally like the grace that God grants you and the 
love that he fills you with. I think it's important that we observe how culture is enacted in pop culture and then also look at how the culture is present in our lives and how we create culture around us. But yeah, that's how I was tying all that in today. But I'm trying to think what else is on my heart, on my mind that I need to spill out to y'all. Let me think, let me think. Oop, it's 12.01 a.m. Good morning. (laughs) In creating this culture around us, I think for me as a college student, I think I get lost in the culture at my school sometimes and fail to think about the culture around me because the two aren't they're not different concepts they go together they go hand in hand so like the culture around me and the culture at my school I create the culture around me I also create the culture at my school but there are also a lot of other factors and systemic things that play into the culture at my school so with that I have to be very careful to not blend the two together and think that they're one and remember that I am able to create my own life outside of school create my own community outside of school blend my community outside of school with school and like blend them together because I think when you get lost at lost in the culture at your school and in my school in particular HBCU like Spelman you lose everything like you just lose everything because or I lost everything because I thought that like this was the only thing and like my value was engrossed in what I did at school or like the organizations I was involved in or who I knew and who knew me like I thought that that determined my value which only makes me seem which only made me think that I was just a small little peewee who didn't have any power but like when I remember that I create the culture around me I remember that like oh no like I have power because God has given me power like I I have control over who I am who I want to be what's my value who I have in my life who I contribute to what organizations I contribute to what what I study at night like I have control over all of that and I build the culture around me I get to decide whether I want to hang out with nice people or mean people I get to decide whether I want to go to a coffee shop and study or go study in lower manly like I get to decide what I do with my life and I get to decide the people who surround me and all I, I I'm not bound to the culture at my school if that makes sense I'm not my worth isn't determined by my school my it's not determined by my grades it's not determined by who I know it's determined by me and I think that's extremely extremely powerful because it's like taking your power back my therapist used to always tell me you are in control of your life and I would be like no I'm not like or no not you're in control of your life she would say you have the power to create your own life and to create what your life looks like. And of course, for me, I get that power from the power that God instills in me, but it's still my power from God. It's not anyone else, any other human being's power over my life. And I think that's the distinction I'm trying. Oh, no, I know that's the distinction I'm trying to make between the power that God gives me and the power that I 
trick myself into believing is given to me by other people. No, honey. No, baby. No, child, honey. Your power is given to you by God, and it's your power. It's not controlled or determined by anyone around you. And I think once I realized that, it was like, oh, (laughs) talk to me now, you know? Like, I have authority and I have control and I'm not bound I I feel free like I'm not bound by the things around me and I think it's a scary place to be when you feel like you're bound by the things you're involved in or the things that are around you or the people who surround you that's scary I don't like that I want to be free I can't sing y'all one day I will be one day I will be able to sing but not now Anyways, yeah, guys, you're free. You're free. Be free. Bask in the comfort of God's arms and be free. Don't feel bound by the things around you because that's draining and you don't want to be drained. You want to be free. Um, that's really all I got for you today. Real quick episode, just a check-in, just an update, just a don't, you know, about what I'm thinking about in life right now. And I hope that I will talk to you all later. I hope you tune into the next episode and respond to my top back when I post it, period. <laughs> Anyways, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I love y'all. I hope. You have an amazing week. I hope you are enjoying yourselves. And I just pray goodness and mercy over your lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. Ah!